Blog Talk Radio. Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and And we're on YouTube. So we want to welcome you. And we've got a great, great guest this morning. Um, best sister, Patel, will be talk about bringing healing springs to the process. Uh, you even got a little tutorial So we want to welcome this with the people executive producer and we are going to have a great show today. So call your friends. Point rolling. If these we invite you to call in the five one five six zero five nine three two five and this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers. Changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, we are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao. In India, Namaste. In Japan, Konnichiwa. In Korea, in Russia, in Germany, in Poland, in France, in Spain, in Italy, in Egypt, in Ghana, in Nigeria, in South Africa, in Senegal, in Kenya, Jambo in Israel, Shalom in Pakistan, Shalom. Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia. Assalamu alaikum. Greetings and may peace be upon you all. First, I uh, welcome, welcome, bienvenido. Uh, I am streaming on YouTube this morning. That's Viata's Tiny House Village. And, of course, I want to say hello to my YouTube family. And here is our introduction to that family and my journey that some of you may be aware of.
Yes, indeed, indeed. That has been my journey over the last, oh, almost 10 years now, living amongst cows and horses and tiny houses on wheels and meeting the most incredible minimalist people. So I'm so grateful to be now in my new space where I have a little bit more room and I have a close proximity to grandchildren now. So that's what it's all about, having that journey uh, to reduce, to let go, and to live with a minimum of stuff so that you're free to travel. And this year especially has been amazing for me, uh, having the freedom to travel. I've been to Costa Rica for eight days and uh, made a trip to um, Havana, Cuba for three days. All that's possible when you let go of your stuff and you live a lifestyle that says, I don't need as many material things, but I do want to have a little money in the bank so that I can be free to visit other lands. And you learn so much when you visit other lands. But I know why you came here this morning. You're here to roll some joints. So we're going to do that this morning. Before my guest comes on, uh, who will be uh, sharing with us some healing uh, techniques, some healing energy for the brothers out there. And I've got a little tutorial about the process because I know there's some of you out there who have no idea what it is or where it is, especially. I hope the men know where and what it is, but for the women, we got a little tutorial, tutorial for all of you about the prostate. But let's do some joint rolling. We've got some great music, as usual, Time for Healing by the Sounds of Blackness. And with that music, we are motivated to roll our neck joints, our shoulder joints, our elbow, wrist joints, our ankle joints, knee joints, all and even our hip joints. So let's start the music and let's sit sit up with some um, intention to loosen up the whole body by rolling our head around. Let's get that head rolling and roll to the music of the sounds of blackness, time for healing. And then we'll come back and introduce you to our guest this morning, Earth Feather Pata. She's a beautiful sister who's who's, uh, managing a lot of land to bring about a beautiful, health, healthful community, a minimalist community. And so let's get busy and come back and join our guests. So here we go. Time for healing by the sound.
Hold. video for you and we're going to play that video 
and educate us all on exactly what it is. So then if you have any questions for our guests, they will be, you know, reasonable questions that really do um, address the basic understanding that we have uh, about the prostate. So here is a video. What is the prostate, BPH, cancer? P? It answers a lot of questions from a guy called Dr. Mike. The organ in the male body is the prostate. Hey, how did you get in here? I'm going to say a word, and you tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. Prostate? What is it? <laughs> Most people don't know where it is. Lower, Do lower you know what That's the most lower. misunderstood organ in the male body is? The prostate! Hey, how did you get in here? I'm going to say a word, and you tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. Prostate? What is it? <laughs> most people don't know where it is. Lower, somewhere over here. Back here somewhere. I have no idea. <laughs> if they know where it is, they don't know what it does. Uh, it gets cancer and causes me problems as I get older. And if they know what it does, they don't know how it does it. And if finally they know how it does it, they don't know what can go wrong with it. So I'm going to answer all those questions and more starting now. Do only males have a prostate? I believe so. I, I don't know. That's, is that a trick question? <laughs> Ladies, I'm sorry to say, only guys have a prostate. It causes us a ton of problems. The prostate is a small walnut-sized gland that sits right below your bladder. Why am I explaining this to you when I can show you, using my trusty sidekick, the male reproductive system? You have the bladder, the rectum, the anus, the prostate, the penis, the urethra, the testicle. That's the prostate. But let me explain to you the flow of urine and sperm because they go exactly through the prostate. That's right. So your urine is stored in the bladder here and then it gets released into the urethra right here and it goes down all the way and out your penis, right? Then you have the ejaculatory duct which comes all the way from around from the testicle and that comes into here and also comes into the urethra. It's like a merging of two highways. And when these highways merge, it becomes one path, the urethra, and this is where the sperm and urine both come out from. All right, we'll come back to this. Let's talk about what the prostate actually does. The main job of the prostate is to secrete a milky white fluid that nourishes and protects your sperm. Approximately 30% of your semen is made up of this fluid. This fluid is alkaline or basic, which means that it has a high pH, so it protects the sperm in the acidic environment within the vagina. It basically allows your sperm to reach and fertilize the egg. Fun fact, did you know? Prostates in Greek literally means protector or guardian. This guy knows his stuff. The prostate needs testosterone, specifically dihydrotestosterone. It needs it to function properly and to mature your prostate when you're younger. But as we'll see later, over time, extended exposure to the hormone can create problems with your prostate. The prostate, just like any other organ, can have things go wrong with it. Most commonly, you'll hear the acronym BPH, and that stands for benign prostatic hyperplasia. Let's take that one word at a time though. Benign, meaning innocent. Prostatic, meaning 
prostate, duh, and hyperplasia, meaning an increase in the number of cells. Basically what happens is, as men age, the prostate gets bigger in size because of new cell creation. Now let me explain that a little bit further with the help of my trusty sidekick. You have a transition area in your prostate, but let me show you up close. This transition zone surrounds the urethra, and the urethra is the area that the urine comes through from the bladder into the penis. So it's this area right here that actually has new cell formation, and those new cells end up putting pressure by pushing onto the urethra, therefore making it difficult for urine to pass through this little tunnel. As you can imagine, this is very uncomfortable as it prevents you from urinating properly. Some common symptoms as a result of this can be excess urination at night, weak stream, dribbling of urine, difficulty urinating, and as a result of this, you can get retained urine in the bladder. And when you have retained urine in the bladder, that can lead to infections, stones, or even bladder rupture. Now, there are treatments to fix this problem, most commonly being medicines. Now, being a family medicine doctor, I often treat people with these medications. And there are two classes of medications that we reach for when we treat benign prosthetic hyperplasia. Number one are those that focus on relaxing the smooth muscle surrounding the urinary tract within the prostate. The second class of medications are ones that focus on blocking the dihydrotestosterone, which makes the prostate increase in size due to the creation of new cells. By blocking this, you basically shrink the prostate down. There are also minimally invasive treatments available, utilizing radio waves, lasers, microwaves, and that's why it's important to have a conversation with your doctor if you're facing any one of these issues. Next up, prostate cancer. Number one cancer in males, number two leading cancer death in males. Basically speaking, prostate cancer is an uncontrollable accumulation of abnormal cells. Generally, prostate cancer is diagnosed in men over the age of 50. On autopsy, up to 80% of men over the age of 70 will have some sort of prostate cancer. In fact, most people live... Pause that information, and I hope you now know at least where the prostate is located, some of the problems that men can have. Number one problem for men lately with dis-ease. But my guests and I are going to uh, give you a little bit more information about um this gland that is part of a system. And I think that's the one thing that um, medical system tends to forget is that, uh, or it, it, it fails to include in its analysis and breakdown of what it is, why it is, what it does, and all that. And, of course, I like to refer to Louise Hay's book, Heal Your Body. Because with all that information we can get about the prostate, the physical prostate, third dimensional aspect of the prostate, as with any part of our body, we can look more into the metaphysical and the spiritual aspect of any uh, part of our body, any circumstance that we're in, to get to the root of any challenges that we might have. 
So let me just uh, read from Louise Hayes' um, book, Heal Your Body. And we'll bring in uh, Earth Feather uh, here shortly. But Louise Hay, in her book, Heal Your Body, which gives the mental causes for physical illness and the metaphysical way to overcome them. I like that better than drugs, 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 and more drugs that are going to have um, drugs that are going to have side effects. Let me put it, promoting process. So in Louise Hayes' book, the prostate, is all about the masculine principle. The prostate represents the masculine principle. And the problems that men might have with the prostate, she uh, reports that they are mental fears. Mental fears weaken the masculinity, giving up sexual pressure and guilt and a belief in aging. Now, this is If you uh, have um, met or know of any older men in your life, you know these are realities for them. The fears they have uh, about their masculinity, uh, being able to perform in the bedroom at an older age, giving up on uh, life sometimes because their body weakens, because they have more symptoms, they have more disease, they have more doctor visits. And then the sexual pressure and guilt, and especially the belief in aging, that somehow aging makes you worse or makes you less effective or makes you less than. When the truth of the matter is aging is a wonderful opportunity to become better, to become better at everything in every way so that we are no longer in fear. That's the key. As it starts out, there are mental fears that create these prostate issues. And even with women, women will have the same type of fears that create different uh, issues in their body. But we want to reduce and eliminate the fears today and bring uh, more wisdom and more energy into this area for strengthening it. Strengthening it, which is all very possible. You might be saying, oh, I'm too old. I'm too No, 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 you're never too old. Because the key, in my opinion, at, at my age, I'm learning that the key to be stronger in our, in, our age, in our older age is to stop eating so much. We don't need as much food, and we need more time in nature, more time meditating, and we need more quality food in our in our diet. We may have been eating a lot of chips and candy and sweets and ice cream in our youth, but once we get uh, older and into our senior years, what we find is that we don't need all that food because we're not moving as much. We don't have to get up and go to a job, 8 to 5, 9 to 5, and we don't have as many requirements in our society to perform and do things. So, yes, it's very, very possible to strengthen the prostate, heal the prostate, and bring more life to the prostate. And how does Louise Hay suggest we do that? Well, her book suggests a new thought pattern. 
the new thought pattern for the prostate in general is that I accept and rejoice in my masculinity. How many men out there are accepting and rejoicing in their masculinity, not feeling sad, not feeling fearful, not regret? No, acceptance and rejoicing in your masculinity. And then if there are problems that you're dealing with, the the, uh, excess, the urine, going to the bathroom often, weak bladder, all that, then she wants to strengthen us, the men, by saying, I love and uh, approve of myself. Oh, that's so important, especially in tapping therapy and other therapies, is that we love and approve of ourselves that you accept your own power. As a senior citizen, our power is in wisdom. The wisdom that you have lived a life longer than most of your uh, the people in your life, your family members, you have lived a life of experience. You have stories to tell. You have things to teach. So in your prostate prehealing, the prostate problem, I love and approve of myself. I accept my own power. And I am forever young in spirit. Those are the words we're going to review. And that's what Louise Hayes' wisdom tells us we need to do, men and women, to improve our lives as senior citizens. And I'm so grateful today that uh, Earth Feather is joining me. And uh, she's going to bring in more experience and more wisdom uh, from her life's journey and right now we want to take a break, though. Uh, we have a comment from, uh, let's see, our uh, Naima Latif, our executive producer, is in face is on Facebook Live, and she says, "Grand Rising Beautiful Teacher, what happens when a man feels emasculated by the loss of a job or a divorce? Are these emotional traumas things that can affect a man's life?" Great, great question. Thank you, Naima. And we're going to answer those questions. When we come back from the break, because we want to be on time with our break, and uh, hopefully our guest will be ready. She's, I've got her in on the uh, screen, but she's muted right now. So when we come back, uh, yes, I'll see when we get back. Okay, great. Thank you. <laughs> she's here. That beautiful sister is here, and we're going to just take a little break. And be right back after these messages. I'm Viata, your holistic life coach. These days, it's more important than ever to work on your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Are you consciously breathing deeply in stressful moments? Do you have a plan or daily routine to maintain balance in your awesome body? Are you struggling to be disciplined in your eating habits? When you partner with me, I'll help you develop a personalized health plan that works for your particular lifestyle. You can find out more about me at yourholisticlifecoach.com where you can also review my three-step protocol to guide you to abundant health. That's yourholisticlifecoach.com and I'm Viato. Hello, 
Do you want to live in a world without war? Join our global peace movement. Heavenly Culture World Peace Restoration of Light transcends culture, religion, ideology, and other boundaries to achieve peaceful harmony in the global society. HWPL is committed to bringing world peace and cessation of war through peaceful dialogue between religious groups. I am Director Shin Suk Kim of the HWPL Chicago branch of North America. Join us for our next gathering. Call 773-580-1501 and be a part of the movement for world peace. Email us at chicagohwpl at gmail.com. Are you constantly arguing with your spouse? Are your children misbehaving and acting out? Is someone in your family abusing drugs? Have you been the victim of domestic violence? Are you grieving over the loss of a loved one? Let us help you restore serenity to your life. At Serenity Family Social Services, we understand that good mental health is a result of emotional well-being. Our goal is to assist you and your family in removing emotional distress and restoring harmony and balance to your lives. We offer individual, couples, and family counseling. I'm Howard Williams, CEO of Serenity Family Social Services. Call us today at 312-315-4820. That's 312-315-4820. are back. Thank you all for joining us this morning for promoting prostate health with Healing Springs Pharmacy. So um, Laima asked the question, uh, what happens when a man feels emasculated by the loss of a job or a divorce? Are these emotional traumas things that can affect men's mind? Of course they can. In fact, one of the first experiences I had with a man struggling with his prostate was a, a Pan American, I think it was Pan American Airlines pilot. It's a, a brother who lost his pension, lost his job when the company went, went under. And um, his prostate, he developed prostate cancer. Because what is prostate issues or problems are basically inflammation of the prostate. And they affect the masculinity issue. So if any, it has, if there's a man who feels, again, it has to do with feelings. If he feels emasculated by the loss of a job, divorce, or anything that affects his, quote, masculinity, his ego, let's just say his ego, and his testosterone levels, because the testosterone is just a messenger a messenger flowing around like the estrogen and the progesterone and all the other hormones, messengers reading this brain up here. And it can definitely affect, it could affect even the heart. If a man has issues around loving himself more than even his masculinity, then inflammation which causes pain in the body, very easily shows up 
as uh, either cancer or prostatitis, which is this inflammation of the prostate. Any number of disease labels will be, can be put on a man when their emotions are inflamed around life issues, life journeys, emasculations, all these things that are affecting the energy in motion, the emotion. So thank you, Naima, for that good question. And uh, Earth Feather is here. Uh, good Grand Rising Earth Feather, how are you? Hi. I'm doing well. Good to see you again. Are you back? Where are you now? Tell us a little bit where you are, what you've been doing. Sure. I'm at Dome. I'm a Dome uh, wife. (laughs) Stay at Dome wife. And we're in Greensboro today uh, preparing for this weekend's volunteer time. We have an eco-village here, uh, Vibration, with some sisters living here and people that come and visit and do volunteer work. So I love it here. And I'm just in my nature, so I made sure I covered up for your show. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Do whatever makes you feel good. <laughs> <laughs> so good to I'm see. I'm so amazing. Yeah. So uh, have you been to the land in Virginia or? Recently, yes. We were out there, what was it, maybe about two weeks ago. Uh-huh. I'm engaging my husband for the correct day, but yeah, we were out there about two weeks ago, and we plan to go out there again because every month we go and do something productive, and we're working on some fencing, so we've been little by little doing the fencing and getting security out there so that once we're started to live out there, it'll be, you know, very comfortable and safe because it's off-grid, so, you know, when people just coming in, <laughs> right. so we, um, that's what we're building right now, fencing. Okay, so for those of you who did not meet Earth Feather at a previous show she did with me, it's been a few weeks now. Tell them a little bit about this land in Virginia that I happened to visit when Art Jensen uh, was uh, on that, owned that land, and I visited with him and his wife, and I had a camp out there, and we uh, went uh, hiking on the land, and oh boy, I learned a lot being there, but it's the most beautiful place to uh, visit or live. So tell them a little bit about that land, how you acquired that land, and and what what you're doing now to build it up. Sure. So it's a trust called the Art and Life Foundation, founded by Dr. Artist Eugene Henson. And he had a vision to create uh, a getaway space for people to be able to heal holistically and to be in nature. As we know, when you're in nature, you get to breathe, you get the trees, you get the vibration of everything that can heal you around you, whether it's the pine trees, whether it's the flowers that are blooming, uh, being able to walk and feeling the energy as you walk through, you know, rather than just driving everywhere. Being off-grid and being on that property encourages you to use your body for your sustenance, for your happiness, for your joy, especially if you go to the river to bathe. I mean, that in itself was one of the best experiences I ever had in my life, and that's what made me fall in love with the land and the vibration of freedom that art 
always exhibited, you know, to allow people to be in their nature, to be free, knowing that that's how we came into this world. We came into this world free. Um, Then we were told, hey, you need to do this, you need to do that by society, by other things. But nature always has a way of guiding us to what's best. And nature is what's the most powerful. Uh, that's what the whole premise is for the land. And we acquired it when um, Art Hinsa, we still were a part of it, but I'm, I'm totally uh, like the leader of it. My husband and I are the leaders now that Art has transitioned. But we really do consider the entire community as a part of the leadership. So we have an association which gets to put their word in and put their votes in and their say on how we construct and how we put things together. So it's a collective vision um, that our family has adopted because uh, Art didn't have any children of his own, so he pretty much adopted us. <laughs> and um, we're carrying on his legacy and as best as we can. You know, no, nothing is perfect except for God. But we are learning so many things, and from all the training that he gave me, it helps us to right away reflect and to, um, you know, correct any issues because of the training that he gave us. So. Yeah, awesome, awesome person. So much, uh, so many lessons he uh, he left behind. And uh, now, how far away are you from the land? Well, it takes us about an hour to get there. Okay. Um, and we do have other people out there. So that's the good thing about it. It's not just us anymore. We're growing steadily and organically, which I'm very thankful for because it helps us to have that connection with the people um, to really get to know one another because we're selecting our neighbors. We're creating our own unique space that we feel comfortable, that we can be, our our children will be safe, our, our personal belongings will be safe. We don't have to worry about those things. So we're recreating how life used to be. And you are, are, how far are you from the nearest airport? So if you're in Alton, it would be the Raleigh-Durham Airport, which is about 40 minutes, not even 40 minute drive perhaps, from Raleigh to Alton to get to the airport. Yeah, 45 minutes. And then, of course, the Greensboro Airport is, what, just 15 minutes from the site um, that we're at now. So if people wanted to take a flight, they would either fly into RDU, or to Greensboro and then travel to Alton. Um, oh, and then there's also a Danville Airport, my husband said, right there in Virginia. Yeah, I think I, I flew into Raleigh-Durham, and I was so um, worried because I lost my GPS on the way. And I'm like, okay, what happens if I get lost? But somehow the yeah. Holy the Spirit guided me right to our place. So no worries. I got there, and I'm grateful for the experience. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so it, it is at a point when you get there, you have to just kind of know where you're going because if you don't have Verizon, then your phone's not going to work out there. Yeah, so you need a map. That's the good old-fashioned way is to have a yeah. map. Just in case your phone doesn't work, that's rely on the map. <laughs> exactly. So, so, so Feather, Earth Feather is um, the person who kind of alerted me that we needed to have this show, this topic. And I thought, and the funny thing is, um, I met, even since that time, there have been several men I've talked to who have prostate problems, prostate issues. And so it's just a timely topic 
for uh, many of our male, our brothers who are going through this challenge, whether they're older or not, um, they're being challenged in their, quote, masculinity. And, and as I said, in, the, the, the deep issue is inflammation in, our, in a man's emotions and mental state and so much more. But Earth Feather, why do you um, have it on your mind to bring this topic up uh, for discussion? Well, it, it just so happens that my teacher, I, I later learned, because um, he was like a dad to me, he would keep certain things away, but I learned that he had an issue with his prostate. And that's what brought him into his healing lifestyle of raw eating and natural essential oils in order to elongate his life. So him developing that so early in his life, he was diagnosed and was able to know about certain things. He was able to remediate and live longer because of the practices that he was using to reduce the symptoms and to reduce the inflammation, um, which helped him to live a more comfortable, happy life without drugs or surgery. Um, so, yeah. Is he That's still, what caused me. Is he still alive? It. No, Art has passed away. He passed oh. away at 77. Oh, so yes. Art, we're talking about Art. Yes, yeah. but I feel that his knowledge helped him to live a lot longer than he would have if he didn't know what he knew. And he didn't go to doctors. He didn't go to different, um, you know, to get surgeries and have people cutting on him. He was able to internally figure out how to reduce the symptoms of disease in his body. And then subsequently was able to teach other people and create formulas that helped other people with their prostate and with their issues. And just recently, last week, the reason why it was like very heavy on my mind is because two of our clients, uh, we're calling in with, with prostate issues, you know, with enlargement of prostate. And one of their doctors told them, you know, this is the largest prostate that I've ever seen. Oh, my. And and it's a, it's one of our brothers, you know, and it's uh, more prevalent in our brothers. And a lot of times men are not expressing themselves fully and telling their truth and being able to be their full emotional selves. So that's where the issue can occur. And I've also been doing some research to see when the development uh, process happens from men from the ages of 7 to 14. So we really want to start looking at our sons, you know, and I have sons. So this is very important to me to know, just like how my grandmother taught us about Kegel exercises and doing uh, breath examinations. What is it that we're doing for our young men at an early age so that they can detect things early on rather than allow them to fester and process through their lives. So that's, um, that's the main reason why I felt this was necessary. And, you know, I'm open for questions. That's a lot of what you've already played and what you've said is 100% true. The only thing that I think that I could add is about the, um, the chakra that it related to, the Muladhara chakra, the root chakra. And also the Svadhisthana, which is the, the sacral chakra, it can also be involved with that. But the root chakra is where the main issues occur. And it happens with their security, the safety, money, feeling emotionally sound, feeling wanted, feeling validated. And, of course, we see that our black men, number one, don't have that in society. Like, they're 
they're beat down, they're they're hurt, they're the ones that are pulled over all the time. And then if they're coming home to a wife or a woman that's also giving them grief or whatever, then they're also emotionally beat down. And then if she's saying, well, no, I don't want to sleep with you and I don't want this, then he's, again, rejection. So all of these things are contributing factors to how this begins to fester into what is referred to as cancer, but, you know, we can say benign changes or cellular changes in the body. And why the body starts having these cellular changes is all based off the emotion, which is rooted in the hypothalamus. That hypothalamus gland, that's the deep root of the, the brain. And if we're not feeling emotionally sound, then the chemicals that are released out of the hypothalamus are going to um, demonstrate that in, in the body in some way, shape, or form. So it all stems from that center in the brain. So I want to kind of like, I know I've said a lot, so if people want to have questions, and I've, I've gotten that feedback sometimes all over the place. So but that's the way my mind is working because I have so many ideas, so many thoughts, so much research that I've done. So I would love to hear some questions. Okay. Um, that was a great introduction because it's, it's it's a deep subject, and as you touched on many um, aspects of the relationships that men have, not only with themselves, but especially with the women in their lives, with the employers in their lives, uh, the the uh, lack of love for self is where it starts, I think, that a man can be persuaded by his environment that he's not worthy, uh, <clears throat> that he is somehow less than. And so then, like you said, the hypothalamus, that brain is picking up a signal that I'm less than, I'm not worthy. And so what do men do? They go into sometimes depression. And that all affects the body. We want to really help the brothers today realize how powerful their emotions are, their thoughts, their thinking, their mind, their brain. And that if they're in a place of less love for self, guess what? Your cells are hearing that and picking that up. And it's going to affect the area of the body that is most sensitive to that message. For instance, the prostate and all the hormones involve the the testosterone and even uh, the estrogen that men pick up from their environment. And then the energy of women reacting from the relationship they're having with women. Uh, Men tend, and women, we, let's just say we tend to react instead of respond to uh, the words of our loved ones and the actions of our loved ones. I was married to a man for almost 40 years. And I saw the effect that my um, behavior and words were having on this man after 30-some eh, years with him and things weren't going well. It was more trips to the bathroom at night, uh, more trips to the doctor. Uh, our relationship deteriorated in many ways because uh, we were not in harmony as we were when we first started 30-some uh, years before. So how do we handle those relationships that 
in many ways deteriorate or don't stay in a very healthy place. So for me, it was about, as Feather, Earth Feather mentioned, essential oils. I started learning more and more about essential oils, how they worked for me to manage my emotional trauma, my feelings and all that. And uh, that's what helped me manage my my body's changes uh, from this this relationship that was not in great harmony. So uh, I think I saw someone raise their hand. So um, if you have a question or comment um, and you're in the Blog Talk studio, by all means, raise your hand and we'll open up your mic. Or if you're in um, the uh, if you're in Facebook, uh, please. Just make your comment here, and I'll read your comment. So let me go to the phone, um, and Earth Feather is here if you have a question or comment. And we want to uh, hear from you today. Um, I, I listened to a discussion by three men last week who talked about their prostate issues. One of the brothers is, uh, I'm in a a group, a Facebook family with him, and he's been having a lot of prostate issues. And um, he did not talk about the conflict he was having with relationships. He barely mentioned it. But what he did mention was forgiveness. He had to go through uh, a forgiveness ritual with many of the people in his past. So I think that is very key as we go forward today to understanding and especially understanding why the male body becomes inflamed um, regarding the masculinity that it presents to people, to us, to the world, because a lot of it is unforgiveness. And so we want to help you today. If you have any unforgiveness, thinking, think about the relationships that you've had in the past or in the present that may have caused inflammation in this area of your body that is now being dealt with with maybe drugs or a threat of surgery or even cancer. Because this brother uh, who I listened to last week to cancer treatment, And hopefully we can get um, men today to deal with the inflammation before it gets to a place of cancer. As uh, Feather mentioned, one of her um, friends said that he'd never, the doctor had never seen any prostate so large. That is to me, in my mind, that's a clear sign of unforgiveness and uh, emotional energy that has not been dealt with. So, uh, Feather, we've got a comment. Um, I'm going to open up the mic uh, from uh, one of our listeners in the the studio and see if what the comment or question is. So, 321-368, your mic is open. Welcome to um, Health and Wellbeing with you. Thank you. Shalom, everybody. Um, I just wanted to ask uh, Earth Feather um, about uh, something that the doc- doctors and the media say. They talk about uh, 
men eating a lot of red meat and stuff. Uh, is there validity to that and how that affects the uh, the prostate? Or is there, you know, they talk about drinking and so, so, so forth. So uh, are these things, uh, um, you know, effective as, as far as uh, adding to uh, prostate uh, issues? Well, absolutely. Um, the number one killer for our men is the cancer, and then the top cancer is the prostate cancer. And the processing of, you know, meat, anything that's heavy, anything that's been blundered, anything that's been hurt, that same energy is going to be going through that animal. And then if someone consumes that food, then absolutely they're going to consume that same energy. If that animal was hurt or had cancer or had some type of things going on and then you partake of that, absolutely it's going to make the issues worse. And then when it comes to um, the chemicals that are released out of the body of the animal when they're in distress, that energy is one of um, that causes inflammation, that causes stress because the animal is stressed and you become stressed if you eat that. So uh, same thing with genetically modified vegetables. If you're eating vegetables that are not natural and that are not um, good for you, then you too can develop cancer that way too. So you are what you eat um, because the cellular makeup of your body is coming from all of those cells inside the foods. So if you're not eating foods that have been pollinated, if you're not eating foods that are perennial, um, they're not able to rebuild the body properly. Essential oils have a high potency and a high frequency, which helps to um, renew the body on so many different levels, on a physical, on a spiritual, on a mental level. When you're smelling the oils, it creates a sense of either relaxation, euphoria, or or healing, whatever it may be. Um, While if you're eating something that's not good for you, if you're still eating things that are not good for you, if you're detoxing, if you're cleansing yourself, then you're lessening your chances of uh, something being clogged in your system and developing. So, again, it all just stems to how you're feeling. A lot of times people are emotional eaters. You know, we, we eat on occasion. Oh, it's a, a party. Oh, we're not, we might not even be hungry, but we still, let's go out to eat because it's so common to celebrate with food. But if we're eating foods that are primarily raw and that are real, um, whole foods, then we're going to regenerate the body, whether you're eating or drinking, whatever you're eating or drinking. If you're base and, and you're solid, um, everyday routine is whole foods, base foods, then you can have um, a better chance of living a happier, healthier life. And the lifestyle changes. When it comes to exercising and the way that we eat and what we're eating, because you can be, quote, vegan, Uh, and be totally unhealthy because you're eating things that are processed or things that are fake and genetically modified. While there's people that might be eating, you know, grass-fed or whatever it may be or halal that can live a longer life than somebody that's quote-unquote vegan, whatever. So it's about what you're eating, when you're eating it, why you're eating it, and the amounts. What I've learned is that our gauge the size um, we should have like a bowl of food um, to digest 
and that water should be the build our capacity so that we can properly digest it, process that food. So anything that you're putting into your body is fuel, like what you put into your car. If you put that high-cane gas into the car, it's going to rev up, right? So same with your body. If you're putting high-potency good superfoods into your body, then your energy levels are going to be high. And what that takes is um, is your money. You are money. That's what I tell people. You are the money. Your energy, your drive, your roots. You've been rooted into this earth knowing that the entire world um, and every single animal on this planet does not pay to be alive except for human beings. We're, we're the most intelligent, but the least intelligent to how we live. We live in a society that people to overspend, overthink. It's highly over-sexualized. If you see um, what Adam and Eve, was, when they first were in the garden, they had no clothes, right? They were pure. As time progressed, then they started covering themselves in shame. So in this society, like when I just walk to a commercial, I see the suspects all the time. And women are overstimulated sexually because it's being drilled into our mind to over-sexualize things. And that's what the root chakra is all about. If there's a, um, and I should, there's a homeostasis in the body, then you'll have a desire that that's uh, what we want to say normal, a normal desire for sexual behaviors. But if you're overstimulated, then you're going to have weird this or weird that, the abnormal um, desire. So all of these things can be curved if we're eating things that are natural. The chemicals in a lot of the foods are what cause people to have abnormal um, desire and the hypothesis is out of balance. So that homeostasis is key, and it all the food because the our body. Okay, we need more of this or less of that, and the testosterone um, pumped into the body. If it's too much of anything, then it's going to cause problems at some point in time. Again, us starting at that early when people are being developed, and you know, first in the womb, honestly, um, eating the right foods, having enough food. Is, uh, for the woman to be able to give birth to someone that is whole, uh, we have to eat whole foods because that's what the everyone is made up of. So I'd like to know, and um, let's see, Mika, did that answer your question? Uh, yeah, she more she more than answered the question. Uh, <laughs> also, uh, I was thinking about what she said, what she brought out, oh, and and the answer to the question. It was a, to me, it was a super revelation. Uh, it was one of those wild statements where she was talking about, uh, okay, you all, you both have been talking about fears and and all these things, how it affects, uh, you know, men, and especially in your in your older years. Uh, what she was saying about those animals, uh, and I had had done some study uh, before about. Uh, the eating of animal flesh and their blood and how their blood is, is before they're they're sent to the slaughtering house and all this. But what she brought out about 
you know, those animals having fear. I hadn't really thought about that aspect until she was bringing it out as related to the prostate problem because that's adding fear onto fear. You got the fear of those animals. They, 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 they know that they're going to a terrible death, and so they're scared as hell. And, and so that's, that's going running through their bloodstream, adrenaline, all of that stuff that goes with it. And then, you're, you know, think about men who just are meat and potato men who just love, you know, red meat, potatoes, and all of that, and they're eating all this stuff. They're getting all that blood, the animal fear of blood in their bloodstream, along with the fears that they already have, getting old, losing your hair, you know, <laughs> losing <laughs> losing your libido and all this kind of stuff, losing muscle tone, every, all this loss. Go. I mean, well, I'm going to shut up. Well, no, I'm glad I said that because all of these losses that men experience are directly correlated to ejaculation. Every time that a man ejaculates, a piece of rice leaves you. So semen retention is something that should be taught and learned by all men. That is your life force. That is your vital life force. And each time that, because the, the whole purpose of the, well, we looked at all that, so I don't need to go into detail about that again. But if you think about the quality of sperm, it lessens if you're not allowing it to build back up, to be strong again, to regenerate itself. If you're just spewing it out every single day, and, and it's not going to have the same potency. And especially if you're not eating well, if you're not resting well, if you're not happy, if you're not satisfied with the person that you're, that you're with, then all of these things are going to affect whether or not you're completely ejaculating as well. So all of these things are important to ensure your full health. For women as well, the testes are the ovaries. The ovaries are the testes. Having sexual pleasure, knowing that you're satisfied is important, but not nothing overly, you know, and realizing the purpose of that sperm is to go to the egg to make a child. So having sex doesn't always mean that, that a man has to ejaculate. And these are the things that a lot of times people are afraid to talk about, they don't want to talk about, um, but these are things that need to be talked about because that is your vital life force. And if you're, again, if you're just giving it away everybody and everybody all over the place, then what's going to be left for you in your old age? Earth Absolutely. Go ahead. And then we're going to take a my, break after your You were, as you were saying, I mean, you're, 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 you're covering a whole lot of territory. Because as you were talking, I was thinking about uh, what about men that, you know, not only have a high sexual uh, addiction and, and activity, but who also masturbate. I mean, I remember in my young age, I, I did a whole lot. And, uh, you know, both ends, you know, sexual addiction. But I don't feel that I had as much sexual activity uh, as most men because I usually was trying to be a, a one-woman man. But I did have quite a number of sex partners. And then along with masturbating on top of that, where does that, where does that put a guy, as you were saying, uh, excessive? Well, yeah, and, and, and also, it all depends on what age. 
um, because the developmental stages of the body and the centers of the body and when they actually blossom or flower is different for everybody. So you may or may not have even opened up your root chakra yet. Even though some men have had sexual activity, it might still be a virgin in a sense because they haven't fully expanded the the what it means to be open in your root and what it means to be connected um, in, a, in a yoni properly. So all of these things um, are definitely have factors, how often you were doing things, how, how um, you know, there's just so many details that I could get into, but the phallus itself is what carries this energy from the prostate. So uh, also the determination if someone was uh, circumcised or not circumcised. All these things are factors for if somebody's mm. sex drive is going to be high or low. Um, and from what I've noticed, that men that are not circumcised have a lower sex drive, while men that are circumcised have a higher sex drive, and that they're more sensitive to things, and that they're more open and susceptible to um, having erections more often. So... Again, if each person is different, you're going to know yourself better than anyone. And your vital life force, you can tell how you feel afterwards, if you're tired, if you're worn down, or if you're energized. Because the woman that you're with, whether or not she's feeding you positive energy or negative energy, can also determine how you feel afterwards. So if she's feeding life into you and vital life force, um, then it can have a positive effect on you and your health. But if she's pulling from you and she's got succubus energy, then it can be draining your life force. So again, depends on who these partners were at the time, the you know, the you know, the accordance to how it was for your life, what was produced from those things and how it makes you feel now. So you may have to do a lot of um cord cutting um and forgiving of yourself because you're a sacred being and unfortunately men were brainwashed to believe that the more sexual partners they have, the more masculine they are. Well it's just the opposite. The stronger that you are, the more that a man is able to contain himself and control himself, self-control, the more powerful he becomes. And once he does release himself, the woman is absolutely more satisfied. Um, and this is all, again, from empirical evidence that I can give you this information. Um, when a man is depleted energetically over and over and over again, he's not going to be able to perform as well. He needs time to re rejuvenate his body, to to reprocess, to um, rejuvenate. So if you're completely depleted all the time and, and you're doing it over and over and over and over and it's habitual, then, of course, it's going to have a negative impact. But if it's just sometimes once in a blue moon, you know, things like that, it's not going to have as much of an effect. Oh, but normally when somebody starts something, it's a lot harder to stop it. So that's why at an early age when, when you see children – um, exploring. It's okay to explore, but again, everything in moderation. And then also the overstimulation of the things that they watch, like that's why I had to have like these deep parental controls. My children at one point were just watching any and everything because I'm not thinking, oh, kids are good. No. These ads on there will prompt them and, and kids are curious, so they're going to click on them. be able to limit those to until don't grow up around parents uh, that are free like myself will have more of a, a, 
like a uh, negative connotation to sex and feel bad about sex and emotionally um, be more stimulated if they see a woman or a man that's naked. You know, while people that live in nature and people that are natural, their children are not, uh, they're not over-sensitized to it. You know, they're just like, oh, it's just, it's just the body. It's just nature. You know, while people that are covered up and, and sinful and shameful of themselves, that's, that's what this creates in the mind. And I, and I said that to myself when I was reading the Bible. I was like, in my mind, if I feel that I'm doing something wrong, it makes me feel bad inside. So if someone is ashamed, especially men, if they're told, hey, you can only be with this one woman for the rest of your life, you're married, this, then they're going to feel so bad if they see another woman that they're that they're attracted to, for sure. That desire, right. and they'll have that guilt. But <laughs> who are we to say what someone should or should not do? What does nature say? When I'm looking at nature and the way that nature moves, <laughs> nothing in nature is monogamous. <laughs> I just <laughs> don't. It, well, actually, I take that back. There are some birds. There are some species of birds. Um, humans, I, I don't think, are 100% monogamous. There are some. But the ones that are not wired that way, if you're trying to make yourself that way, it's going to hurt you in some way, shape, or form because you're hiding your truth. You have to stop lying to yourself in order to be well because then the hypothalamus can actually do what it needs to do. But if you sit there and lie to yourself and say, oh, no, I don't want that. No, 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 no. The hypothalamus is like, yes, you do. You want that. You want it. This is going to make a blockage in the body, in the chakras. So it's important to be honest with yourself. Um, and, and to be um, be happy, you know, be be you, be rooted, be grounded, and be happy. So we gotta go to a break. I'm, I'm over on my break, but um, when we come back, you've touched on a lot of things, Mikael and um, and uh, Earth Feather about uh, masturbation, for instance. That depletes a particular mineral. Most health professionals recommend men take when they have prostate issues. So when we come back, we're going to talk about this mineral that gets depleted and all the things that deplete it so that men can um, be more balanced in their lifestyle so that they build this mineral, not deplete it, uh, as well as uh, let's talk a little bit more when we come back about the chakras because you touched on the root and the sacral chakra being affected, of course, because that's where the prostate is located. And then Jody uh, in our um, Facebook uh, studio has a couple of questions. So we're going to take a break and come right back um, with more on promoting prostate health with Healing Springs Pharmacy and my special uh, guest, Feather Earth Feather Patah. So stay, stay with us. We'll be right back. The Female Solution Global Radio TV Show invites you to an invigorating conversation with our team of hosts Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. Start your week with Monday Morning Mindfulness with Zelda Speaks. Tuesdays, Self-Self-Care with Jody Susan. Wednesdays, Repairing Broken Families with Naima Latif and co-host Kareem Hamid. Thursdays, Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green. And Fridays, Health and Well-Being with Viata. Saturdays, tune in 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time. First Saturday, Success Strategies with Jana. Second Saturday, Wendy Williams Esquire on Relationships. Third Saturday, Move Around with Deborah. And fourth Saturday, Wisdom with Mama D. 
Join us Sundays, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time for Soul Purpose Healing with Beata. Call in and comment, 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to the host and be a part of the solution. And we're going to come right back. Um, Time for healing. So thank you for joining me this morning. Very important topic as this epidemic of prostate inflammation is all over our country, if not our world. And I'm very grateful to have Earth Feather Patah here to help uh, break down the truth and share the truth, share her experience, her knowledge, so that we can help our brothers everywhere to heal without all the drugs, because the drugs are really not the solution unless um, you have been unable to balance and manage your own body. Then that's sometimes what uh, people need. But... um, uh, Jody asked a question about um, why a higher sex drive, uh, and I, I, I'll answer my uh, experience with that uh, in terms of um, uh, men who have been uh, who have been cut when they were young. I'll say uh, they have when we cut the skin away, it sensitizes the the tip of the penis and that's why there's controversy about whether men need to be cut when they're young uh, or when they're babies it's a it's a biblical tradition uh to be circumcised we're talking about circumcision but there's a lot of i've read so much lately about why that should not be done and one of the reasons um it's believed men should not be circumcised because it exposes the tip of the penis all day long to stimulation in the pants, whatever, as opposed to having that covering, that skin covering where they're not as sensitive. So uh, there's the uh, question, should why a higher sex drive? Because they're always stimulating, not just mentally. We've got mental stimulation everywhere, pictures, women cleavage hanging out, but whatever. And in a sexual way, not a pure nature, natural way, but then the fact that that, that skin is, it's the, the skin has been removed from the penis, which we all believe, I, my, both my children, men, boys were circumcised, because that's what we believe supposed to have been done. But now I would rethink that. If I were having male children, I would rethink the circumcision thing because there are pros and cons, and I think it addresses what Jody's talking about, the the, uh, the higher sex drive when you're not, when you've been circumcised and that, that exposure is there stimulating the man and so forth. So what's your understanding of that? You're, I think you're on mute. Yeah. Well, yeah, I have a, a good understanding of it because I have both situations with my son. My first son... He was circumcised, and the pain that he experienced, it was horrible. Give me just a moment. Yeah, now he was crying. He was crying so bad, and that was my first son. So I was just like, oh, my God, you know, I didn't know what to do. Um, 
to soothe him. There was nothing that could help him feel better, you know, except for it's just time to pass. The numbing that they did, I guess, was, I don't know, but I had to pay for this. And I said, hold on, you mean I'm paying for you to put my son through all this pain? And I'm just like, oh, my goodness, this is horrible. Why do people do this to them? And I started researching circumcision and um, looking at the biblical background of it. And then also looking at some things in the Quran um, and, and other different spiritual texts that talked about a trick that the devil was going to have to help us to make us mutilate ourselves because we are perfect. If you think about when something comes out of the mother, the womb, there's no fault in that child. There's no sin upon that child. That child did nothing wrong, doesn't know anything yet. So what is it that we need to purify? Or I, I'm just asking from a spiritual, you know, just asking God from a spiritual perspective. And that's how I was led to these texts that talked about how the devil promised that they would trick us to mutilate ourselves. So I'm saying, okay, do they do this to women too? Yes. As a matter of fact, there is female mutilation in Africa and other countries where they circumcise the women and take the clitoris yeah. off. Yeah. And I, I was appalled when I saw this. I'm just yeah. like, okay, well, same thing is happening to our boys. They're basically cutting off the tip and peeling back and taking a, a portion of that, of the phallus off to expose it more to, and I'm just like, wow, this is horrible that we're, we're doing this to our little boys. So then my next two sons, I did not circumcise them. And the difference between them that I personally noticed, it's just, I don't know. It's just different when it comes to the, like, the flirtation part of things. My little boy at, I think he might have not even been four or five months, the one that got circumcised, and he's, like, flirting with, yeah. with women. Oh, Honestly, and I was just like, what in the world? He's, like, smiling. Like, when he would see men, he'd be, you know, mean. But he'd see women, he's, you know, and I was just like, there's no way. But then I'm putting two and two together. It makes sense. You know, if these um, preachers also in some of these uh, Jewish church churches, I found out that they actually put their mouth on the child's penis with this circumcision thing. And I'm just saying to myself, this is this has got to be something sadistic and demonic that has either been added or whatever. So, again, I'm still doing research myself, um, but from all the evidence that I've gathered and from what I've seen from these different religions on how they intertwine different practices that allow them to be pedophiles in the process of these circumcisions. So again, I don't know where it originated or why it originated um, or where it came from, uh, but in the deep spiritual text from a long, long time ago, they weren't doing that, circumcising their children. They weren't cutting male or females were not being cut like that. So. Well, it's definitely something to consider if you're still having children, uh, whether you want to take that round. I wouldn't myself if I had. I'm, it's done. But um, And then Jody says that, uh, she says, I'm against circumcision now that I understand that it's not a good idea to change the body. If Jesus wanted us to be circumcised, we would have been born that way. That we, this could be a discussion um, for a whole day or, or at least a topic to bring up. But um, here's the reality of it. Again, men who over-masturbate or men who look at porn, it depletes their zinc levels. So they've done enough research um, on prostate issues uh, to come up with 
what the body needs minerally, vitamins, supplements. Salt palmetto is usually recommended. It's beautiful to look at the salt palmetto plant and even realize the connection, the energetic connection that that plant can bring to heal uh, the prostate, as well as walnuts, because walnuts, uh, the prostate is actually looks like a walnut. Um, the 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 it looks like a walnut, so that you, if you're eating a lot of walnuts, you're getting zinc for one, and you're getting you're you're harmonizing your prostate with that nut. You're getting the oil, you're getting the oils, you're getting the fat, you're getting the minerals. So when the when the inflammation occurs in the prostate, my, mine should kick in. That hypothalamus gland should kick in and start to give the prostate what it's been lacking, which is probably the zinc, especially if you're masturbating and watching a lot of porn. Uh, you've depleted your zinc, um, and so it's time to make a change in that uh, routine, as well as look at your root and your sacral chakra. What are those energy centers lacking, uh, Feather, when a man has an inflamed prostate? What is the, the energy that they've missed in the sacral and the root chakra that the, the prostate's now speaking to them about? the lack of um, forced energy from those two chakra areas. What's your, your view it's, on that? It's always acceptance, acceptance. And it begins with the self. You know, men, it's a lot harder for a man, a man to go out and find a partner than for a woman. Women, you know, it's easier. Whether a woman is attractive or not, um, this is what I've learned in life. It's just easier. While men... We have, we have to be accepting of them. Yeah. We have to be the ones that say yes. For the men that are respectful, that, that don't want to raise the pillage, they know she's in control of this. If she says no, then sometimes they won't even try because out of the fear of rejection. And I've seen this happen where a man will look at you and he's, you can tell he's attracted to you, but he just won't even say anything out of fear of rejection. So that is the number one thing. Not not feeling accepted, not feeling loved, not feeling appreciated, not feeling at home, not feeling safe, because a lot of times men are expected to be strong, to be the one that's protecting. So they, they can't show fear. They can't show all of these emotions because then they're considered to be weak. While it's just the opposite. A man that's able to show his emotion and cry when he needs to cry is going to have a better way of dealing with things where he doesn't have to be afraid of what people think about him. So he's going to have that confidence within himself where he knows he's accepted whether he cries or not. And that comes from an environment where he's loved, where he's accepted, you know? So it's, it's our job as women. And that's why I felt this was so important for this to be on your show or for women, because we are the ones that give to these men. So if they don't feel accepted by their mothers from birth, then that's an automatic blockage they're going to have. If we're sitting up there telling our sons, what are you crying? You're crying like a girl. When you say something like that to a, a young man or a boy, it automatically makes him feel like, oh, well, I'm wrong for feeling this way. 
So then he lives his entire life thinking, I'm not supposed to cry. I'm not supposed to ever feel afraid. I'm not supposed to ask for help. I'm not supposed to be in need. I'm not supposed to have a, a divine feminine side to myself. Then they totally forget about the divine feminine energy that is within them. Everyone begins as a female. Then the ovaries either drop or stay. When the ovaries drop, they become testes and you become a male. So we have to remember that these energies are spiritual energies, divine feminine yin and divine masculine yang. Yin and yang coincide with one another to become one, to become whole. Just as a woman, I had to find the balance of my masculine energy so that I could stop having um, female issues, menstrual cramps, um, what are the things called? I don't even like to say it out loud, but the, the things that develop for us, you know, I didn't want, I didn't want those things inside of me anymore. So I had to start speaking positive and it's been loving myself inside internally, doing yoni cleanses, yoni steams after my cycles to make sure that everything is gone. Um, so all these things are, are taught to us, uh, with rites of passage normally, but again, it's so taboo to talk about sex and to talk about cleansing and to talk about all these things uh, so it doesn't get talked about. But that's where our responsibility as women comes from, for us to help men to feel more welcome, um, asking them, what is it that you like? What do you desire? What do you feel? Without them having to feel embarrassed about what it is that they want to feel whole, to feel pleased, to feel happy, to feel grounded. To know that they can stay, that they're not going to have the risk of being asked to go, to leave, because you don't make enough money or you don't do all these things. When you marry somebody and you say you want to be with them, it's what sickness and health, richer for poor. But a lot of relationships, if you don't have money, you don't get the love. You don't get the respect. The man doesn't get the, the time that he wants with his family or his wife because he wasn't able to pay this or pay that. So she's bitter about it or whatever may be happening. So, it's, again, it's our job in a way, if we love our men, it's our job to let them know we accept you as you are, we love you as you are, we hear you, and we're here for you. And you hit the nail on the head about children um, starting out with that love and acceptance. So imagine this is why men who develop prostate inflammation or prostate cancer, they need to see a therapist, a good therapist that can help them go back to mommy issues. Because if you were given away as a child, as a baby, let's say, you're given away as a baby to another person, adoption, foster home. I I just thought of two, not just one, but two men in my life who had this situation where they were given away as an infant to someone else, either adoption or um, uh, just uh, rejection, whatever. And then that person that they were given away to abused them verbally and physically. So all your life, you were destined to have prostate problems because what we, the men do in a case like that is they put up a barrier of protection. They put up a sea a, of a, 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 a wall of defense because their life started out with rejection and abuse and unlove. So all your life you've been not in thrive mode, not in joy mode, but you've been in protection mode. You are 
putting up a wall to protect your emotions that were totally destroyed, totally um, uh, broken down, no health, uh, healthy emotions from the time you were a baby. And even women, I thought about my mother was in a state of rejection for me, and I had horrible menstrual uh, cramps all my life, all my young life. So that even for me, it started in the womb with a mother whose emotions were not fully on board with loving me, accepting me. And the same with a man, especially, that mom, if you look at mom's state of mind while you were in the womb, and you were not the loving, accepted child that she wanted, then your prostate issue started there because that's your sacral and your root chakra. Uh, and so uh, let me go to the – I know I've had um, someone holding on for a while. Uh, I think it's Mama AZ um, you've been holding, I know, for a while. Let me open up your mic. 336-350, uh, your mic is open. Welcome. Uh, how are you this day? Uh, can you hear me? Dr. V. Yes, go ahead, sister. How are you doing? I'm grateful to be breathing and on this side of the dirt. I'm uh, right being grateful for just the things that I have and taking one moment at a time, being in the moment. But let me get to the point. Uh, I tuned in late. i got to go back and, and listen to it. And thank you, uh little sister, uh, for being on the show today. It's very, very important. I sent a video out by this another sister called Fleur Byrne. I think that's how you say it, Fleur. Anyway, uh, what she's talking about in that video are how men especially are being affected by uh, the spraying, uh, the the injections, what is being placed in the food. Uh, you have to be mindful. Everybody has to be mindful, but especially men, because now I'm sure you are aware of it. If you're not, uh, research it. They are putting things in the air and injecting men and, and, and covering men so that they can uh, have the sex uh, or orientations uh, coming through their bodies. In other words, all of this business about the sex change and, 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 and men being women and, and all of this, they're purposely, purposely family putting this into existence. They've been for a long, long time. So I said all of that to say this, be, it, it, be mindful. Be mindful of what you eat, anything. Be mindful of what you drink because there are things being placed in the food more and more now than back then. So grow yeah, your own yeah. something. Uh, get get out yeah. of nature uh, as much okay. as you can. And thank you, little sister, for the information that you have shared with this planet and other planets. That's what the female solution and soul purpose healing is about. Yeah. So I can 
I can go uh, on and on, but I'll, I'll let, stop right like here. You, you know Mama okay. Asia, and I let Earth respond to that, and then we have another caller uh, after you respond. Go ahead, Earth. Yes, I, I concur with what she's saying, that there's definitely um, an agenda, but we have to remember this has been going on since the beginning of the time. Uh, with people with gender and reassignment. So I don't want people to feel like they knew. Right, um, right. No. There, there has been fluidity in gender um, in our Native American culture for since the beginning of time. It's just I feel now it's being commercialized because people are wanting to profit off of it. So they're doing things purposely to um, to deter people from their natural state. Because anything that's not natural, someone can profit off of, then they're going to accentuate it and make it, oh, look, look what you can do, and have commercials about it. Just like Art always said, if it's not a commercial, then you don't need to be eating it. (laughs) (laughs) Things have just been commercialized now at this point. So, yeah, yeah, don't feed into this stuff that is being um, pumped into you, everyone. Know that there is an agenda and that you should just be yourself, love yourself for who you are. Um, and how you came to this planet this time because you have a mission now. So if you're, if you're spending your time and energy changing your natural state instead of enhancing your natural state, then you're literally um, hurting yourself because you don't love yourself. And that's what people do when they are confused. They don't love themselves. They feel outside of their own body. They don't want to be in that body because they don't, they don't accept the, themselves. So that's where these problems come in. And also, especially for men of color, it happens in the, um, the homosexual community because it's not as accepted um, with the black family, you know. So it's um, a lot more taboo for the the black community, I've noticed, than with, with white men, how it's more accepted and their parents will still let them come and be a part of the family. Oh, we, we love you regardless. So they're not trying to go and change their gender as much as some of the people of color are. So, again, it's about acceptance and loving ourselves, and also accepting the people around you to let them know, hey, you love who you want to love. It's not none of my business. How you sin is your business. <laughs> I think that's what people need to do. Mind. We need all need to mind our business about people's sexual lives, and then they won't feel so inclined to have to change yes, who yes. they are to please these people around them. Yeah, so, again, that's right. love is the key. And the more that someone digs deep into themselves, they'll realize, whatever it is that they feel. I wanted to be a boy so bad because my dad wanted a boy. I wanted to know what it would feel like to have a penis. Had that been around when I was younger, I probably was like, Mom, can I take the hormones? You know, I I would have probably (laughs) been one of those, you know? Because I so badly wanted to be a boy because I thought that it was so great to be a boy. You get to play basketball. You get basketball sneakers. And it was in my head me thinking I had to be a boy because of what was around me. But as I go in inside, I, I love being a woman. I love who I am. I love that I have my children. I, you know, I love what God made me in this life. Yeah. So I, I'm grateful she brought that up, though, because it, it is definitely an agenda. So don't feed into it. <laughs> well, that's why if you have healthy parents, you're going to avoid all the confusion and conflict and suffering and pain that we see going on today. But as we said earlier, for those of you who are just joining us, the prostate is connected to uh, a childhood or even an infant relationship with their mother first and foremost. Your chakra, your sacral chakra, your root chakra 
come into the womb ready to be loved, ready to be joyfully taught how to nourish your mind, your body, and your spirit. So if you start off in the womb with this dysfunctional parent, parents, plural, because that baby knows both parents' energy and they're feeling it, then you're going to have a rough start to begin with. So men who have prostate issues as adults, you need to sit down with a therapist and go over mommy issues where it starts. Your your root chakra is carrying this mind that says, I don't love myself. When you were given away as a child, when you were abused as a child by your caretaker, by your foster home, all of that put up a wall of protection instead of self-love. You grew up with protecting yourself in, in defense mode instead of love mode self. Forgive. You didn't even learn how to forgive the past if you haven't seen a therapist and you had all those things happen to you in the beginning as an, as an infant. You didn't, your creativity didn't really develop. You didn't even li- weren't able to listen to your inner truth because you started out in the womb with the, the unloving un- information from mommy and daddy. And then as an as a infant growing up, you were in an abusive childhood, an abusive household. Uh, mommy and daddy didn't really know how to mother, father, whatever. So today, as an adult, your, your prostate is inflamed. Believe me, it's not, didn't happen even five years ago. That inflammation has developed from years and years of unloving, unforgiving, non-creativity that now need to be healed with essential oils, with women in your life who support you, women in your life who love you. So let me go to uh, another caller here. Uh, As we continue uh, promoting prostate health, from everyone, please, calling in. We want to promote prostate health correction from the function that many of our men and women have had to experience to get to this place of knowing now how much we need to forgive and love. So 847-738, your mic is open. Hey, Vieta, it's Jody, uh, Reverend Jody, Susan Calhoun. How are you? Well, so Jody is our Tuesday uh, morning uh, female solution host. Go ahead, Jody. Thank you for calling. Oh, yeah. Thank you for having me. Um, first of all, uh, you know, a great guest. And, you know, both of you guys are, you know, a wealth of wisdom. So thank you both for being here. Um, you know, I just want to go back to this circumcision thing, if that's okay. Um, okay. You know, we weren't born, you know, we weren't born that way, right? And so... Um, I'm not sure where we got programmed to believe that we had to change ourselves when we came out of the womb, right? And so, um, I mean, I grew up Jewish, and so that was a practice. I do remember when my nephew was circumcised and I fainted as it was happening because, you know, we do it as a group. In a circle. Oh, and right. Yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah. Um, like we're celebrating the mutilation of the human body, right? And so we have to pause, I think, and consider what we're doing and release these program belief systems and decide for ourselves what our values are, 
like for ourselves and stop following the crowd and right and stop being influenced and and access source energy access god hear god hear his wishes and i'm just going to make a good old educated guess that if you pause and you listen to god he's not going to encourage you to mutilate the body that he gave you rant over absolutely in fact the more we are in nature I think the more we realize the era of our of man's ego way, like you're saying, uh, thank you, Jody, uh, for bringing that to our attention. Not only is religion responsible for uh, these eras that we made in the uh, circumcision and practice of sexuality and so much more, but um, that's why it's important for us to become more spiritual in our journey and uh, Earth Feather is here to guide us into even, as she said, we don't, men don't have to ejaculate now when they have sex all the time. That's one of the awarenesses we come to in, in a book I share with friends and family and whoever's willing about slow sex is that uh, when you go into a mature state of mind regarding your relationship with a, another person, you realize all that action uh, got to have orgasm, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah we got to pause on that one, pause on that one. Because many of us who are addicted to this behavior, this act, and use sex as a drug, let's just put it out there. We used it as a drug. It was not the energy exchange that we come to know about as we mature and grow in our spirituality. Uh, Earth feather. How do we get um, couples, people to move into this different relationship with our sex organs where, in fact, we don't have to practice the addictive behavior of uh, like animals and always have to have orgasm every time and go, go crazy with this. It's, we move when, when that's what prostate cancer, prostate inflammation can do for a man and a woman is educate us about how we got to a place of inflammation because we overreacted, overused these parts of our body. So, Earth, are you going to bring in your partner on this issue? <laughs> well, seems appropriate. Seems appropriate. Yeah, he teaches me. This is Eagle Eye. Hi, Eagle Eye. How y'all doing? Good. Thank you. He's been he's been my best friend and partner for what, almost ten years now. Uh, we have two sons together. Both are not circumcised, and we're free. Like we're totally free. So he's not the type of man that's always begging me and wanting it. It's normally me, and it's um it's always for uh we we always pronounce God's name first. He always says in the name of God before he makes love to me. And we also have the intent that it's not for us to hurt each other physically, spiritually. Like sometimes sexually people are all like, you know, I'm going to blow your back out. No, like this crazy stuff. That's not what it's about. It's about the connection. It's just about holding each other sometimes, just not doing anything at all, just being next to each other, just touching each other, massaging each other is, is making love. You don't always have to have penetration. You don't need that. And that's what he taught me because I was raised to think that 
You got to, you know, that's what it is. You got to be banged by that man. Let him bang you a couple of times. <laughs> crazy, crazy, crazy. <laughs> but we, we definitely have a balance, you know. It, it's very balanced. And because now that we're in the dome, too, the children are in her, are here in the dome with us. So it's not often that we get to, you know, have that experience because they're right there in our face. And if you think about it, that's the way that most cultures were um, living yeah, all yeah. together. So people weren't having sex all the time, every single night, all day, all night. That's not what it's here. It ruins your relationship, and it makes it boring. Once you are ready again, you're just like, oh, here we go again. I just did this yesterday. <laughs> but at least you have something to look forward to. And right. If there's something that leads up to it, there's, you know, <laughs> the foreplay can last for a week, can last for a month. So, again, it's, yeah, it depends on how you feel. And, again, we also one of the other things that we do is we talk to each other. We I can literally tell him anything. I mean, even if it's something that I've done wrong, because I look at him as myself, and I can't hide anything from him. I have to tell him how I feel inside and what's going on inside of me to feel accepted by him, and he can do the same for me. We don't have to sit up there and pretend to lie to each other. And I feel that that's what has helped us to become healthier and happier people because our parents weren't that healthy and happy. And I'm trying not to be a bad parent myself, too. You know, um, we're not perfect, but, again, we're trying to be better than our parents were so that our children won't have the same issues that we have had so that they can go further than we have gone in life. And one of the biggest things that I love about our relationship is that the pressure of a nine-to-five job is not on either of us. We truly are stewards of this planet, stewards of the earth. And I ask God every day, you know, use me as you choose. I want to be where God wants me to be. So we don't have the stress of this or that. We don't have a mortgage. We live minimalist. We live small. Um, what is this, 450 square feet? We live in a together, maybe less than that, with a kitchen, bathroom, living area. So, I mean, again, we don't have the stress of having to go out. He doesn't have to buy me diamonds. And I'm like, listen, I'd rather have some crystals. Speaking of crystals, because that was on the flyer, Onyx is really good for the prostate. If you can get, there's a red, um, a red, what's the red crystal called? I had a gentleman that was supposed to, like, because he's like an expert on the stones. I go on colors, and I'm like, oh, this matches the chakra, so I know that it goes with the chakra. But people that know the names of the crystals, they're out there in this world. So um, I'm just not one of those people. But I can identify it and see it. I'm like, oh, this is this is perfect. Well, the lapis lazuli, I know that one's good for the throat. So I've had throat chakra issues. Yes, um, jade is good for the heart chakra. Uh, so, again, all the colors just match and align. So that root chakra, those red, those red ones, the red crystals, even the rose quartz, which we have an abundance of here on our property. Rose quartz is phenomenal for the prostate and for the root chakra. So if people are in need of these um, uh, crystals for themselves, we, we can ship or go to the mountains and just sit, yes, right. sit down out there in nature, come to the land and sit um, in what's called Sirasana. The, the Sirasana pose, I've been in, in it for some time since we've gotten here, is just, you know, your legs crossed. And men, for prostate, you can sit on your heels. That's an asana that's really good for the prostate, sitting on the heel. Um, it, it might take you some time to get into the sit asana pose, but just practicing daily 
to be able to sit on the prostate with the heel pressed into the scrotum um, so that you're giving it that pressure uh, that it needs. And then you're not going to have that animalistic vibration through the body as much either because it helps to suppress a lot of those desires so that it's not um, overly stimulated. So there's yoga moves, there's crystals, there's essential oils, there's food. There's so many things that we can do to help to regulate and to counteract any damage that we've already done to ourselves. Um, and just start loving yourself more today, you know. Start today. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for the reminder about the crystals and, and how the colors are important. Yesterday I was walking and it started raining, and I thought there's a, there's a rainbow somewhere because the sun was shining on one part of me, and the rain was coming in. I'm like, okay, where's the rainbow? So I'm like, people, and I was picking up trash on my street, so people were really probably wondering what's wrong with her. Sure enough, I turn around, there's this huge rainbow. And I started thinking about the chakras and how sometimes when we have a religious mind, uh, we don't understand the chakras. We don't understand the stones, the crystals, because we grow up in the building of the church thinking that everything in the Bible is supposed to be in a building, in a church, and it's supposed to come from a pulpit. And then when you're standing out there in the rain and see a rainbow, you're like, wow, these colors were take. these colors have been hijacked. Let's just say that these rainbow colors have been hijacked by a certain group of people, but they belong to us in nature. And those colors are a reminder whenever you see the rainbow that we are meant to vibrate with nature, which is the red on the onyx or the red stones. So men who have inflammation in their that their first chakra, root chakra, the, your body is talking to you about your need to go into that position where your heels are connecting to your prostate area where you're picking up stones that have the same color vibration as your prostate area. So we can now, especially men who've been through the prostate cancer or inflammation, it's time for you to make a shift in your thinking to get into nature, to get into rainbows, to get into the things you haven't been into maybe uh, that uh, as a grown man that now are your body's ready for. So it's not really a curse. It's not a curse that you have prostate cancer or inflammation. It's your body's language to you to make a shift in your thinking that it now needs you to shift and be in, in, in harmony with nature now instead of the building or the church or whatever. And so I know, Earth, you said you had a meditation um, oh, that, yes, I'm glad you reminded that me. That you wanted um, to offer, because that's where we are now. When, when, yes. when we have enough knowledge about this part of our body, whether it's the prostate or the ovaries, now we get into meditation. We get into yes. um, uh, music oh, and healing goodness. energy that can change the vibration and the frequency of your first and second chakra. Yes. So, and and one more before we do the meditation, um, the breast of Aaron came to mind when you started Ah. talking about the Bible. So people that are religious and read the Bible, 
what did Aaron have on his chest? Exactly. What were those things? Okay. Yeah. In the vat. Twelve stones. Okay, so yeah. the, the meditation is actually a sound. So I'm going to need my son to turn that off. Um, and it's five, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven tones. The first one is BAM, B-A-M, then BAM, B-A-H-M. And then I'm not sure if my notes have just gotten buzzed off or whatever, but then it's MAM, M-A-M, and then YAM, and then LAM and RAM. So I was practicing these tones with my husband in the dome, and the resonation of these tones, so just saying, BAM, BAM, MAM, YAM, LAM, RAM, kept doing that over and over and over, and the vibration that came into my body and his body was phenomenal. So, again, I'll do it again. And I might be missing one. So I wanted to go back to the page that I found this meditation um, to make sure I didn't miss anything. So should we have the men or should we have men and women just close their eyes and feel that vibration? Would that help? Yes, that would help. We can do that. So men close your eyes and concentrate on the vibration. Concentrate on the vibration. So also it has to be in the tone of the sacral, well, either the root or the sacral. So if you're going, do, re, mi, fa, do. So if we're going to go, do, re, I'll do it in re. Re, so, fa, ba. Yes, where I'm learning 
And and the greatest thing I learned today uh, was that uh, we should go to a physical therapy class, you know, and I have not been doing that, and I'm going to do that. I thank, uh, you know, your guests for sharing success, breed success. So now I'm training my mind, uh, and mind over matter should be in control of everything and everybody uh, in terms of your physical body, you know, to be happy, to be healthy, to be wealthy, and to be wise. And I thank you so much for today because uh, I've learned, every time I come on, I learn better, know better, so I can do better. And God bless you. We are in your shalom. Yeah. We love you. Keep All up right, the good thank- work. Love you, too. Okay, I love us. Shalom. Okay. Salam alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Peace yeah. and blessings to you, brother. All right. So how can people get a hold of you, Earth? Especially, I want you to let them know where um, the land is located so they can think about someday. But how do they sure. get a hold of you to make that happen? So we have um, our phones. Um, if you want to write down our phone number, uh, area code 919. 919- is the number for Healing Springs Pharmacy. And we're located in Alton, Virginia, and Greensboro, North Carolina, as well as St. Thomas, U.S. Virgin Islands. Um, We also have Mm -hmm. some land in South Carolina. So, again, wherever we are on this planet that the Most High places us, and you want to be there too, then we can connect either virtually or physically. Um, you can also go to my website, which is www.earthfeather.com, and it's spelled S-E-A-T-H-U-R instead of E-R. So you can reach me via my website. Um, if you'd like to do distance Reiki sessions, I offer that, as well as we ship out our custom blends for the prostate with high-potency organic fresh-pressed um, oils, and we also have a, a base of high-potency black seed oil that we use for the purpose of our prostate clients. Um, and we also do add sulfur metal when needed for people as well. So I'm glad you mentioned sulfur metal in the beginning. Um, also, omegas are really important. We have a brand of omegas that are juice cross that if you go to my website, it's under my maiden name, T. Holman, T-H-O-L-M-A-N dot juiceplus.com. And click on the area about the omegas. There's a three, five, six, seven nine and 11 omega uh, that we carry through the juice plus plus brand that's really great for um, rejuvenating the prostate and mental capacity and getting the the fatty acids the oils into the body um, that are needed and they're not from animal sources either they're all from plant-based sources because that's actually what the animal is eating and you're thinking oh let me eat this fish i'm gonna no that's not what's giving you those omegas. It's what the fish ate. Yeah. So that's what we provide. And I see that we are way over time, but I'm grateful that we had this time together. And thank you for inviting me on. Well, so I want to talk to people contacting us. And yeah. I'm going to contact you later about coming on on a regular basis. I want you to think about um, being on here once a month so that you keep everybody updated on the land and what you're doing. So I'll talk to you later. My grandkids are here. So I'll talk to you later about that because I really do appreciate 
uh, the value that you bring to the female solution, and especially that your husband comes in now and then and adds that that uh, unity uh, factor. So, thank you, brother, for showing up. We love you. You're part of our family now. So I'll talk to you later. You all have a great day and hug those children for us. Give them lots of love. Okay, keep in love. Thank you. Yes, I'm on my way to hug down some grandkids. (laughs) So thank you all for being here this morning. All of you uh, who showed up were just such an important part of this day, this uh, two-hour program, because we want these brothers to get healthy and strong and affirm that they are fully grounded, joyfully nourishing their mind and their spirit. They have enough. And they accept that good health is their natural state. So, love you all. We're going to say uh, farewell to our international family. Thank you. Everybody go out. We've come to the end of our show today. But you can hear every show in the archives at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution. You can also hear today's show on the Female Solution Facebook page. Go to www.facebook.com slash thefemalesolution. Leave your comments about today's show. You can always reach me on my website at www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. Watch our TV shows, listen to our radio shows, order our books, and be sure to get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to thank all of you who participated in today's discussion. And to our global family listening from all around the world, we say thank you. To our family in China, Sheshe, India, Zanyaba, Japan, Arigato, Korea, Kamsanida, Russia, Spasiba, Germany, Danke, Poland, John Kujun, France, Merci. Spain, gracias. Italy, grazie. Egypt, shukran. Ghana, medasi. Nigeria, eshe. South Africa, ngiabonga. Senegal, jaret. Kenya, asante. Israel, toda. Pakistan, shukriya. Afghanistan, Tashakor, Saudi Arabia, Shukran. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Thank you. And may peace be upon you and the mercy of God and God's blessings. Central, one Eastern on the Female Solution. Shalom.